Welcome to Think Big for Africa podcast. On this podcast, we will bring you interesting conversations with local, national, and international African leaders from all works of life, home and abroad. Leaders who are doing their bits to progress Africa's development. Conversation topics will range from education, science, health, leadership, politics, business, and many other global issues. Conversations about everything that concerns Africa's development. Africa has so many wonderful achievers worldwide, and this is exactly what we will bring to you on Think Big for Africa podcast. Stay tuned. See, the attraction to you was uh, through your latest uh, production, you know? It was made in 2019, so it's very old. Really? Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, it has, yeah. it has suffered from red tape, black tape, and green tape. Okay. That's why it's only coming out three years later. Okay. That's, I'll come to that. Well, I was... Uh, opportunity to watch it a few days ago and it's a uh, very interesting uh yeah <laughs> I, I, I no 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 see it it was it, it's interesting in the sense that it gave me pause okay and i i, I stepped back and said hmm this is something to think about because uh, you were the movie is basically about uh, our ex uh, head of state, yes, uh, General Ibrahim Babangida. Okay, Babangida. yeah, yes. and uh, yes, I saw his humanity in that movie. Okay. And somehow, yeah, we, I, I was young then. Uh, in fact, by uh, 1993, I was 20, okay? And uh, the, the lockdown of the school, in the school gave me one extra, because that was, that was, the, that was the year I was supposed to graduate, but it uh, gave me one extra year. And I didn't like it, okay? But, <laughs> yes, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Because my, 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 my very good friend, who also graduated at 20, I, w- I was supposed to beat her because I, I did, you know, if I, if I had graduated, at the time I graduated, I would have, I would have beat her by a few months, you know? But uh, she beat me, <laughs> you know? Anyway. Well. Yes, yes. So, it gave me... It gave me a lot of things to think about. Uh, a lot of things I didn't. I never, I never looked at him as a person. Yes, that's the truth. Okay, I only saw him in my in my mind's eye. I only saw him as that Maradona we talked about. Okay, absolutely. But absolutely. I. 
uh, viewing this this movie, it gave me two hours of time to see the agony he must have gone through. Because in truth, in truth, he, yes, there was riot and whatever, but he, he didn't actually behave like a dictator no. that we all have seen across Africa. No. He never, he was never like that at any time. He was, he was cunning, okay? He was cunning, but he wasn't violently. He wasn't brutal. No. Yes, he wasn't. That's the truth. So that 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 watching this movie and remembering that he wasn't brutal, said, okay, this may be true. So tell me, tell us, huh? tell us about the movie, why you ha- you made it, and hey. So uh, very long story. I'll, I'll try and give you the short version of it the abridged version. So in 2016, I just finished that theatrical run for a film that I made in 2015 called Oxford Gardens. Um, I made in collaboration with Africa Magic. And it was in the cinemas in December 2015, all through to about February 2016. So when that run finished, I was in Nigeria, I had been nursing the idea of doing a biopic. I thought about, you know, worthy uh, subject matter, thought about the Obasanjos of this world, the Gawans of this world, the Ojukus of this world, the um, Abiolas of this world. Um, But I, I was swayed by two things with IBB. One of them was the fact that his life story reads like a Hollywood blockbuster. Yeah. (laughs) Full of intrigue, full of coups for and against, full of Maradona dribbles and intrigue (laughs) and 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 full to the brim with June 12th. Yeah. I said, what better subject would a Nigerian want to do in, in, in a biopic than somebody with that kind of a full dramatic life. Yeah. The second thing that attracted me to him was in 1990, when I was in final year at the University of Nigeria in Soka, I received an award from IBB called the Nigeria National Youth Award. Um, it was my first major award. Mm. In fact, my first award of any note, apart from being the best footballer from my village. Um, I, and that kind of gave me a lot of admiration for the man. I, the day I saw him, I had photographs with him when he shook my hand and gave me, uh, pinned the medal on my chest. Yeah. Um, and I've kind of, you know, respected him, um, how he comported himself. And incidentally, it was only two weeks we received that award two weeks before the Okaku happened. Ah, okay. So when the Okaku happened, I was back in school. 
and I was actually crying for him. Mm. That was that was how emotionally I was attached yeah. to the person. So fast forward from 1990 to and nothing happened with that award. Um, never saw him again. And then I spoke to somebody, uh, a lady who had access to him, and she promised to take me to him. I flew into Abuja, drove with the lady to Mina, and you know, after waiting for a long time, we were given an audience with him. I prepared a small pitch um, to ask him to allow me to make the film, um, and I gave it to him. And I said, my name is Obi Melanie. I'm a filmmaker. Um, I made the film called The Mirror Boy, Last Flight to Abuja. And he said, you made The Mirror Boy? I said, yes. He said, I've seen The Mirror Boy. I said, ah. I'm going to lie. <laughs> I said, I'm going to lie. He said, I've seen it. And I said, OK, tell me the story. And he did. Is it Genevieve and Osita? I said, that is the summation of why I'm here. Ooh. If this village man from Imo State, Idato South, local government area, can reach you in your, in your world, in your living room, and you've watched the mirror boy three times, you don't even, you don't even know I, that I exist, but I can reach you. Mm. A, lot of, a lot of books have been written about you. But on, on the launch day in Abuja, people will come, dress up, buy the books for millions of naira. Yeah, go they don't read it. Put it, on put it on their shelves. Yeah, they say if you want to keep something from a black man, hide it in a book. Yeah, they don't read it. <laughs> they don't read it. And and then look at where Nollywood has come to, where somebody like me can have access to you. You can imagine the number of people that have seen the mirror boy in the living rooms who who will be there wondering who's this guy. They don't know is this Bushman. So I said, that, that sums up the reason I'm here. I said, I've met you before. He said, where? I said, I, in 1990, State House Marina, Lagos. He said, what was the occasion? I brought out the photographs and I showed him. And his face just lit up like this. He was so happy. <laughs> And he was pointing out people in the pictures. That person, oh, they died last year. Oh, that one, she visited me last month. The two minutes that I was supposed to have with him turned into two hours. Mm. Because he felt an affinity yep. with me. And that was it. He said, come back in three months time. Here are some books about me, read them. Come back three months, let me think about it. Three months I came back. He said, come back in two months time. I haven't discussed it with my sons. I'll go back to London, come back two months later. He would say, um, all right, here are more tapes. Listen to the tapes while I, I think about it a bit more. Come back from March 2016 until December 2018. Wow. Was when he now said, okay, I'm going to tell you the story. But by then I was already writing the script based on the books that I was writing. Mm. And he gave me um, what I consider to be no holds barred interview over three nights. Wow. He starts about seven till midnight. Any question I like, I asked, I recorded, I 
wrote down and that was how I built the materials to be able to tell the story. And, and I made it very clear from the very beginning. And I was on some platforms since the film released on Amazon where they've questioned, you know, um, the perspective of the film. And I, and I said, look, a lot has been written about um, IBB and all the things that happened under his watch. A lot, newspaper, copious newspaper articles, books, research been done on it. So I'm not going to make a film based on what's already in the public domain. The, 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 the unique selling point of this film is that it is going to be the first time that IBB, after keeping quiet, maintaining this noble silence all this while, this is the first time he's addressing these subjects openly, exhaustively. That's the unique point of the film. Otherwise, if you want to know about IBB, type IBB, you'll see all the things on the internet about him if you want to believe the myth. Yeah. But if you want to see things from his perspective, even if you don't believe it, even if yeah. you don't want to believe it, yeah. but at least you can hear him out, hear him out, and then you can make up your mind. Because I tell people that the truth of all the things that happened in that period is not in the film, IBB. In, but I must say, it's not in that film. The film is a perspective from one of the major players. Yeah. And we need all the other major players to say their own perspective. And somewhere yeah. in the middle, there's, the, there's the truth. truth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so it's called a long story short. I started making the film in 2019. We finished about May 2019. It was supposed to go in the cinemas in Nigeria. That was when the problem started. Um, um, some dark voices from very dark corners started approaching me, talking to me, not to release the film. I ignored them and still went ahead. And then I saw that government agencies were also being used to frustrate the release of the film. Ooh, really? That was when I knew that was when I knew that there is no need to fight the system. Our people say that if one person cooks for the whole community, the community will eat it. But if the community cooks for one person, you can also. <laughs> so I said, you know what? Um, I am not foolhardy. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's time to rest this project. And thankfully, the people that invested in making the film understood the risks they were taking and mm -hmm. they were willing to be patient. So I told them, let's not do a cinema run anymore. I called yeah. the distributor and said, we're not releasing in the cinemas anymore. Yes. It's for them, for the people that are opposing this film, it's direct confrontation. Yes. I don't want to do direct confrontation. Yes. Let's look for another means. When Netflix um, heard about the film, preview, previewed it, said very complimentary things about it, especially about how they're going to grow a different kind of audience with a film like that. <clears throat> and they were considering, you know, really taking the film on at this level. I think they were considering original. Um, and then one day, they, my distributor called me and said, Netflix are saying that we need to get a letter from the government. Ooh. I said, why? This is from the same people that made the crown that parodied the Queen of England. Did they get a letter from the prime minister before they made the crown? Did they, <laughs> who, who, who does that? If, no. if we cannot be backed by the, the global corporations to tell stories like this, what do they want us to do? Do another party as a film or let the story die so that a few years from now, Hollywood will come 
and take a perspective that is imperialistic on it and, and, and do a parody of the man. No, this is our story. We have to tell it ourselves. And these agencies, these global players would have to support us. But, you know, I guess Netflix was vindicated when Twitter was banned in Nigeria. Yeah. And Netflix said, you see, well, I told you, I told you that this place is funny. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and, and they were right. Yeah. That, but, but then Amazon has come into the picture. They are new. They are bold. They are, you know, they don't have the, the inhibitions that Netflix had. And they see the potential in the film and they are exploiting that. They are, people are watching that all over the world. You know, the, the number of people that have watched the film in, in one week that has been out, even though it's been, it had technical problems. Yeah. It had to mm -hmm. be drawn for a few days. The, the numbers are staggering. Yeah, my distributor shared the numbers with me that uh, Amazon shared with them. And, 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 and it's unprecedented, you know, based on uh, their startup, you know, they, yeah. they only landed in, in the territory. This is by far the most influential film that they've released wow. um, since they landed. So it, it, it's, I knew it was going to be a topical, controversial, almost yeah. divisive film, but I kind of underestimated the, the level of acrimony, the wow. level of personal attacks that I mm. would receive because mm. of it, because I, you know, in the eyes of some people, I'm trying to whitewash IBB's image. See, far from proof. I'm just a filmmaker who saw a subject matter that had intrigue, had yeah. drama, yeah. had action, and had controversy. Yeah, and I jumped on it. See, and I haven't taken the responsibility very, very lightly. I, I, I know that there's a social responsibility that comes from telling those stories, and I exercised real restraint and real um, responsibility. In, in the way that I handled the story. I, yeah. I did not treat it lightly at all. Yeah, Obi, see, this is, this is, this is one, of, one of the things that are holding us back as a people. We are not free. No. Okay. And, and the truth of the matter is this. And I've, I've in the last... 24 months, I've been reading a lot of different books. See, yes, we have been following, in quotes, the footsteps of the West. But in the truth, the truth of the matter is this, we have not, we have not been doing that. Okay, because there's one thing that the West has, and most of us think it's we don't we don't see the value of it. That is freedom. That freedom to explore the difficult topics to to, to tell the story that a lot of people disagree on. That's, that's actually the bread and butter of the West. See, when you tell a story that people disagree on, what, what happens? 
in the West. Conversation. 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 That's it. Yeah. That's it. And through that conversation, the other party will have the opportunity to tell their own story. Yeah. And a third party will tell their own story. A fourth one will tell their own story. Well, and what is happening through all this? Many or many new new actors are getting involved, and economy is booming. Yep. See, that's what we have done with doing. See, we restrict some people, somebody, just because I think their story will negatively affect me. No. And, and, the, and the truth of the matter is that there is nothing negative about, you know, you cannot tell the story of IBB without mentioning by name the person he deposed to get into power. Yeah. You cannot do that, you know. And so, so there is nothing derogatory, there is nothing in Nothing, I, I didn't see anything like that. It's just historical facts. Yeah. You know, and and and, the, and to be fair to to the president, I don't believe that he's heard anything about the film. No, These I, are people of course. Who are, who are who are who are being overzealous mm. on his behalf mm. without even consulting him. Because if they show him the film, if they show him the film, which yeah. There's, there's nothing about him. Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, but but I guess somebody is is fighting his fire without without lighting a match, um, and, and that's that's the problem with with mm. overzealous um, uh, workers or lieutenants. Wow. Well, uh, I I say this. Uh, I enjoy the movie. Uh, and uh, just like I said earlier, we don't do history anymore in our secondary school. So I encourage everybody who listens to this podcast to just check out the movie. It's that simple. And uh, if you have a... You don't have to, you don't have to like him. In if, fact, you say, if you, if you have a say... Hey. If you hate him, the more the more reason why you need to watch hey. it because you need to know your enemy. Yeah, <laughs> and this yeah. this tells you about the man properly. So yeah, <laughs> if if you hate him, you know your your enemy. That's it. Yeah, yes. that's that's something we need to do. See, I always also tell people to read European history. See, I'm a big fan of European history and I encourage everybody to read European history. If we think the West are doing anything against us, well, the best way to understand them is to read their history. Get to understand how and what brought them to where they are. If we don't understand it, you can't fight them. Yeah. You can't gain from any knowledge they have. The only way to gain those things is to read their history. The only way to, to be able to fight them effectively is to read their history. That's it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, 
guys uh please please i encourage you to check out that movie uh it's called uh badamasi badamasi okay yeah yeah Listen or watch more episodes of Think Big for Africa podcast with new guests every week. Subscribe to ensure that you are notified whenever new episodes are available.